This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, it's Mick Foley. You're listening to the Top Rope Review. Bang, bang! Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside. I cannot believe Hogan would scoop that at all. The flying elbow. Punch the leg. It's over. We have a new champion. Wrestling fans, are you WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! What an incredible scene! Awesome. The WWE fans have got to nothing like the WWE, and this is why. And Triple H has got to be seething. Welcome to episode 36 of the Top Rope Review. Detroit's number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home of Michigan's longest-running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network, and we are broadcasting live from the new Podcast Detroit studio in Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm your favorite podcast host, Mike Pakulski, and as always, I'm joined in the, I am joined in the studio by Will... <laughs> hey guys, Wookie Will here. Um, one thing, real quick, this may not be going out live. I was informed by the podcast Detroit Tech guys that we might have an issue with the encoder. So we are pushing this on to Facebook to show that we are doing a live show right now. But you may have to check it out on iTunes and SoundCloud later today or tomorrow next week because we may not be actually live on the podcast Detroit app. Now, we are not joining the studio today with. Uh Josh or Jimmy, because they're having fun in Niagara Falls. What is it, Niagara Falls Con? Yeah, Niagara Falls, uh, Niagara Falls Comic Con. Okay. I believe they got to meet Shawn Michaels. Uh, at least Josh did. Yeah. So and I think Howard Finkel. Yeah, so that's pretty exciting stuff. But since they're not here, we do have a couple uh, other guests in the studio to kind of compensate for that. Uh, my friend and hopefully yours, Cameron Murray. Hey. He's just... A good guy who knows some wrestling stuff. Thank you. Yeah. I, um, I get a we also have our ladies here today. <laughs> Such a humble introduction. <laughs> Shelby? Shelby? You could have, yeah, I have a lady. I didn't even get a real introduction. And Jess. And they're, they're just going to join us today. What are you drinking, Will? As always, I am drinking the wonderfulness of the Fallen Down Beer Company. I believe we are still on the wheat beer. I'm hoping they bring back Ninja Chicken soon, though. Me too. That Ninja Chicken's really good. Um, all right. So, we, so some announcements real quick before we really get jumping in. Tonight, XICW 210. It's going to be really great uh, right after this. I know Will's running down there, I think. Yeah, for all sure. Right. And XICW Proving Ground number four is... Sunday, June 26th at the Ritz in Warren, and both shows are at 5.30, so you have a half hour to get there, Will. Plenty of time. It's just across town, so we're all good. 
And if you want to chat with us about anything wrestling, you can hit us up on Twitter at Top Rope Review or call us live in the studio at 248-579-5295. But if the show's not live right now, I guess you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Um, so fun, fun, fun stuff. So what's been going on, Will? Not too much, man. Just been, you know, working. Saw the new Turtles movie this morning. That was pretty good. How was Seamus? Actually, that that you bring that up. Um, he actually surprisingly did a really good job. Um, the the character, you know, Bebop and Rocksteady have always been kind of these goofy characters, and the movie did them justice. I mean, they just he just played a ridiculous character, kind of like the. Dumb, but thinks he's not dumb. Character, you know, it's just ridiculous. They were basically Bebop and Rocksteady were just fart jokes after fart joke, <laughs> but in a good way. So, and Seamus surprisingly did a really good job. I wouldn't be surprised that this movie helps launch him in a few more movies. All right, cool. So I don't has, think- has he been in any of the WWE uh, studio films? Maybe I, I've stopped watching those. <laughs> I, I don't think I've watched. I've, I've might have watched two. I've seen the big ones. I've seen you know the Marine twelve I've seen, rounds. I've seen the first Marine. Um, I've seen almost all the ones with Triple H in there. I saw the one with the Big Show. Does the chaperone count? Yeah, I think I own that. Yeah, that's that's. I I really enjoyed that one. I'm a big Triple H mark though, so like I will. You know what I mean? Like people like like crap on. Blade 3, but I love Blade 3 for many reasons, and I, I like Triple H in Blade 3. Cool. <laughs> you, you, you were, I thought you had Mike, something Mike, else Mike, going Mike, there. So, Josh and Jimmy are right here, which means you need to double the amount you normally talk. <laughs> I thought you were, so, were going to keep going. No. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, NXT uh, TakeOver The End is... And what Wednesday? What four days? How many days is that? Dude, you're jumping ahead of yourself. Let's let's talk. Am I jumping ahead? Yeah, I don't have talk, an outline today. Let's talk XICW shows, man. I thought you had it yes, pulled up. I don't have the outline. <laughs> I thought you had the the the, the uh, show. I up. have no notes. I'm just uh, going off memory. So XICW uh, two ten is tonight, and I believe it's the uh, almost an Malcolm hour. Memorial Memorial Cup um, tonight. Uh, which would be the first time be right. which would be the first time that we've seen the, seen this one so that should be exciting for us i know this is one of the bigger shows for XSW every year so i know they're going to have one. some um inductees to i believe a somewhat of a hall of fame ish i'm not sure hold on i am this is I saw I saw it earlier, and I should have wrote it down, and I did not. All right, yes, it's it's a XICW Hall of Fame induction. Uh, a couple people are being inducted tonight. One of them is Roughhouse Rob. Um, the American kickboxer Izzy High. I believe that's it. Yes, that is it. But the rest of the card is stacked. Uh, let me pull that up. Well, we had last week we had Joe Coleman on the show talking about his um upcoming match, you know. So that should be that should be really good. That but I'm just sad to see that tag team break up. They were so great together. Uh, Not a very long lived tag team. 
Yeah, it's sometimes sometimes the greats are short lived. Like, and it's just sad, but this that match should be very epic tonight for sure. And then you have we have um, that Dickie Bronson. Uh, where is the? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Very unorganized. I'm very unorganized right now. This is what happens when Josh isn't here. Sorry, I thought you had the card already pulled up. No, I I didn't. I somehow ended up on our page. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we have a tag team match. Let's let's talk about that really quick because that's the one I can pull up if it would load. All right, perfect. This is going great. (laughs) <laughs> you, so, I got the card pulled up. You'll be, you'll be you, doing it. You do All right, so the, the, the match we were just talking about, the the uh, was it the Hello Beefcake uh, Grub match. So it's Joe Coleman, Jack, Jack Pock, friend of the show, Weapon Flex, um, versus his former tag team partner, uh, a, a, uh, Abraham. Um, and, like, the, them together as a tag team was phenomenal. Um, them individually, their matches are phenomenal. So this will be an awesome match. But I will say the the big turn is that that Mark, uh, who was Joe Coleman's manager, has kind of switched sides now. So that was a big surprise twist for that, for sure. Um, we have the match that everyone in XICW has been dying to see. This has been kind of these guys have been kind of dodging each other for months. So we have the Man Beast Rhino versus the Mad Dragon Akeem Zane, um, who was also on the show not too recently. Um, both of them. Top Rope Review alumni. Yes, and I'm very excited for this. Akeem is finally going to get that title shot against Rhino, and I think tonight's his night. He's going to get it, and he deserves it. I think he's going to beat up Rhino. I think so, too. Um, I hope, hope he gets it, so it should be a, a great match. Um, and I think this is something I want to talk about, um, is that we, as a fan base, and I think maybe we should start the movement here. We need to push for XSW to be a more recognizable brand. Um, when Akeem Zane was on our show at Motion Comic Con, we kind of discussed this, but it's like XSW has a strong fan base here in Michigan, but in Detroit, but a lot of people don't know them as well as some of the other independent scenes around here. And so it's like WB didn't even look at them for their cruiserweight uh, tournament coming up soon. And I think Akeem could have done very well in that. Oh, I think most of the guys in XSW could do amazing for that. So I just think as a fan base, we need to start promoting XSW more, and we need to get the name out to other fans. I mean, I know everyone on this show, we kind of had the same experience where we didn't really know them that well before, you know, the show started happening. But since then, it's like these guys are fantastic. Um, so this, I think this match tonight will probably, could possibly be one of the best matches on the card. It no. could very well be, but another great match that I'm looking forward to is that uh, the Dickie Bronson versus Jeff Brooks, that Extreme Rules match. That should be good. That's going to be great. These guys have, uh, they did the Iron Man match. They did, what, that dog collar? Yeah, was it? no, it was a Lumberjack match. That Lumberjack, was, yeah. and then they did a dog, dog, dog collar match. Yep. And now they're doing Extreme Rules. They just can't get enough of each other. <laughs> I think they secretly aren't ready to break up the tag team. I think that's what they, it they is. They need to get back together. Yeah. They need to join forces again. Because, I don't know, though. They've been put on really great matches. For sure. So, th- I mean, this. I think this is going to be a It's gonna be a great match. It's probably going to be a bloody match. Someone's probably not walking out of the ring on their own two feet. 
So it will be pretty intense for sure. And then we got a an All Japan superstar there tonight. Yeah, uh, Sushi facing Gavin Quinn, who is always put something on my matches. So this should be pretty awesome. I don't know much about the sushi guy. Do you know anything about him? Um, I don't like sushi, so I, do I. I don't know if I like this guy. <laughs> I don't like sushi, but I like Gavin Quinn. So, yeah. but I don't know, man. This should be. I think Gavin Quinn will put on a great match, and I think sushi probably. All Japan has a pretty strong record for having some great talent, so I think it should be a great match. For sure, it's gonna be. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun match. And it's going to be one of the better ones on the card. Yeah, for sure. Um, another match I'm really looking forward to is the Zach Gallen versus Jake something. These guys always put on top-notch matches, too. So it should be quite good to see them. Anytime Jake something is in the ring, I can't look away. It's He's one of my favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my favorite <laughs> <Henry's> superstars <laughs> at XICW. Oh, you just—it's so <laughs> Mike, you were just cracking me up tonight. You guys can't see it, but Mike's making some of the weirdest like facial expressions and this weird pauses. Constantly. <laughs> we're just all just laughing at him. Uh, we are not supporting Josh's case of no. him not being on the show. No, we're not. <laughs> he he's gonna love this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, XICW tonight should be awesome. Well, you're gonna have to report back because unfortunately I won't be there, but you will. Yeah, I should be there. It should be great to see. I am looking forward to the Rose versus the Scambonis. Um, that will be a awesome match. Is there a stipulation of that match? Or is it just a tag team? It's probably just a normal tag team match. Um, knowing them, though, they probably will get a little extreme outside the ring. Knowing, yeah, knowing them in rows. <laughs> and the Strambonis, dude. Like, all those Oh, no, guys. it's a Memorial Cup qualifying match. Yeah. So. And then two more friends of the shows. Man, like, this is going to be great. Uh, Caleb Stills, who was one of the very first guests ever on Top Rope Review. We'll be it facing sweet, yeah. We'll be facing sweet Willie Watts, so that should be a great match. Both those guys are just great in-ring performers. Very different styles, though, so it'll be interesting to see how they collide. Will Caleb Stills become champion after tonight? I don't know. I think Willie Watts might have one. Uh, uh, one for I don't know. What I'm <laughs> I think he's going. I think he's got this one. He's been kind of on the um, hot street lately, so we're going to see what happens. But, yeah, that's XICW tonight at the Imperial House. Um, but I don't think we're live right now, so this would have been <laughs> probably been whenever you listen do, do to this. still not know if we're live? Uh, I was told a little bit ago that we weren't live, but I was also told that the feed might be going in and out. So we could be live at the moment. We could not be. Cool. Um, but technical difficulties, nothing. It's out of our control. Nothing we can do to solve it, but we still want to make sure we had a sweet show for you guys. So, yeah. Um, so this Wednesday is going to be NXT. I believe it's Wednesday. NXT TakeOver. The end. So do you, the big question that it's going crazy is now that they announced that SmackDown's going live soon, 
they're going to have two unique rosters, which I like how they had to say unique rosters. Like, like they tried so hard on Raw to not be like, it's a brand split. It's going to be people on each show. They tried so hard to be like unique rosters and original content on both shows or whatever. Like, <laughs> they tried to use every other word besides brand split. Yes. They tried to like make it seem like it's not going to be a brand split like it was before. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Hopefully, they do it well. Last time I don't know, it just didn't have the lasting power. But I think it'll go really well this time. They have enough people to actually like make it last. Yeah, and I, th- I think one thing though is that people are flipping out about is so this is happening, and then this takeover is called the end. So people are worried that maybe NXT's over. Um, there's also a theory that they think it might just be referring to the Finn Bauer Smeller Joe feud. That it's going to be this is going to be the last match of their feud, and then well, whoever wins the belt will continue on and. The losers probably going to the main roster is one of the rumors. That's what I think. It's kind of like an end of like that era of NXT because they got a bunch of new people coming in. So I think yeah. it's like a new era of NXT. So they can kind of start that. I think people are worried with this new era of NXT. Because I think everyone's so used to the people in NXT right now. And I think everyone's afraid that they're all going to be thrown to the main event so or at the same time. And it's just going to be... NXT is super fresh, and everyone is kind of afraid of that change. But, I mean, think about NXT, what, three years ago when you had Bo Dallas, Big E, Seth, uh, Dean, Roman, like, all the guys who are top guys in WWE now were in NXT. And then the new batch of NXT people came along, and now, like, they're, like, that group of NXT guys, and they're afraid... For them to go to the main roster, so I think everyone's just afraid of their their NXT darlings being main event people now. Well, if you think about it too, though, I mean, a lot of people don't really think about this, but NXT technically, the start of the NXT concept came from the Nexus, you know, yeah, and, that's, no, and that's how it's been. It, it's, it was like the Nexus concept happened, and then the, that kind of merged into the Performance Center NXT, which we saw. Which that we saw people move up from that. And that's also, too, that's like when they were – WB keeps going back and forth on we don't want outside talent. We want only homegrown guys, you know. And, and so that's – I think that's one of the things that this – the end might signify is that maybe they're – you know, they recently within the last few months have kind of picked up a lot of big-name indie guys. Well, even in the last couple of years. I mean, it really yeah. started with, like, Kevin Owens and, like, Sami Zayn and all that. Because before – Kevin Steen, I don't think, I think maybe Seth Dean, um, that those, those might have been some of the first indie guys yeah. to be brought into like the developmental system. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Uh, that's, which, that, which that's a little. And Daniel Bryan, too, with him, though, they did really, they tried really hard when he was part of the Nexus to downplay his indie stuff. It wasn't until he got super over. That they and they had to acknowledge his indie work that they really started acknowledging them versus like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. It's been like since day one they've acknowledged these guys have wrestled everywhere. Even like Samoa Joe, you know, it, it's they've acknowledged that these guys have careers everywhere. But it could be like NXT might be moving back away from that and going back to trying to grab guys who only have less than five years' experience on the scene. Well, the the last batch of uh, performance. Uh, people that they picked up, Not, there was only a couple there that were like real indie people. A lot of them were like Olympic champions or, uh, well, not Olympic champions, but like, like athletes, yeah. athletes. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's one of the things they love doing. They've done that for years is they take guys who were football players or college wrestlers and stuff, and then they will teach them to wrestle. And, you know, because it's the guys they know they put in the hard work, guys who have the look they want, and guys who may or have somewhat of a following from whatever they were doing before. I think they're just worried with – I think WWE's scared of indie, indie guys just for the fact that – they're not the reason why these guys are over. They did it yeah. to themselves. And WWE likes to have that, uh, that contr- they're almost like c- very controlling in that way. Where they don't, you're here because of us. Uh, we're the reason you got over. They don't like when people get over themselves. We saw that with uh, Damien Sandow, and now look where he is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's so weird. You know, like Zack Ryder yeah, is like such a prime guy. example of someone who. Even with working within the contract of the company, started getting over by the fans hardcore, but the the creative team, whoever did not want to push him over themselves. So they he kind of is getting buried, but the fans love him. Whenever he's on TV, he gets such a big pop, but they never do anything with him. No, they uh I thought for sure he was gonna be the money in the bank this year. Oh, me too. Uh, I mean there's still a, sh- a chance, but I think John Cena's probably gonna be the next the last guy in the Money in the Bank. Yeah. Well, and I think they're going. I think it's going to be a Cena versus AJ at Money in the Bank match. Yeah, they already. You're right, yeah, that. they already announced it. Never That'll mind. Be a really good match. I yeah, forgot they announced one. it. They announced it uh, like on a Friday or yeah. something. So, which I saw, someone posted. I, I don't remember who, because uh, it happened so late on a Friday that it was just, it kind of scrambled very fast and it. Uh, like it just like I'm so I I don't know, but the way they ma- they made the post sound was uh, like Vince didn't want that to be the match, but the after like the late board meeting they really pushed it out and that's how come they announced it so late on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean they kind of ended like you kind of knew it was going to happen when AJ basically completely turned heel and beat the crap out of Cena. So I thought that was good too because that was kind of they were kind of playing like oh no we're not gonna have actually have AJ be part of the club I thought they were gonna do like a club feud where AJ was feuding with the the club but I like this better so much more yeah I didn't like the fact that they broke up the club so soon <laughs> especially Finn Bowers going to debuting soon which I think is a good chance we're gonna see him at Money in the Bank I think there is. I mean, the, the, so the rumor is, you know, whoever loses at TakeOver is going to move their main roster, for you know, and so it's kind of well, like... that was the rumor for the last TakeOver, too. Uh, or yeah. for when, uh, sorry, when Finn lost the belt, everyone thought that next pay-per-view he was coming up, and he never, yeah. he never well, came up. I mean, especially with the, the, this new brand split happening, they... A lot, of, I think, a lot of NXT talent are going to move up because they need to fill their rosters. You know, there's about thirty, what, thirty-two people on the main roster right now. It's like eighty on the main. No, there's like they're not all used, but there's about sixty. I know. To, I, I'm I think, just reading that article think, you just I, showed me. I thought I thought that article just said there was like thirty people in the main roster. So you that I think thirty people that are regularly used. But other than that, there's like because you gotta remember, like Primo and Apico, they're technically part of the main roster, like, and they've been used what once since they debuted. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just saying, like once once the unique 
uh, rosters get developed, you're going to need NXT people to fill those spots. Oh, yes. Because um, you're going to need at least 30, 40 people for each show. Just because, I mean, those rosters also include house shows. You need people to be able to fill everything. So I definitely think there's going to be some NXT um, people moving on up. So definitely, I think Finn Bauer is going to be moving up soon. Um, oh, I think it's his people time. Have been, it's been his time for months. Yeah. I think people are just waiting. Waiting. Like, there, so much for him to... They, I just want to see the demon in a pay-per-view setting. The, all the lights go out, and that music hits, and chills are going to go up everyone in that arena's spine. I'm surprised it's taken this long for him to get called up, honestly. No, it's... It's, yeah, I, I, they have big plans for him if they've been waiting. Yeah, that's what I think it is too. So I think it's going to make a huge difference. Um, it will be very interesting to see what happens in that match, though, with Finn and Samoa Joe. Um, I think Samoa Joe's going to keep the belt. I didn't realize that Finn has never been in a cage. Yeah, well, and it's also the first time he's ever in a ladder match too. Was yeah, that was surprising too. So. I. Especially because I mean, some Japan's some of the Japan promotions do do some pretty hardcore stuff. Yeah, and he, I mean, he didn't just wrestle in Japan. So I, I it's just but he, surprises he me spent, that he's never. He spent a good portion of his career. He did spend most of his career in Japan, but yeah. I just figured him being wherever he was, he yeah being involved in a match like that at least once. Yeah, I mean, especially because of how popular they are. I mean, maybe it's just because you spend so much time wrestling overseas. Maybe, maybe those, maybe those kind of matches aren't as popular overseas as they are here in the states. Could very well be. I don't so, know. Yeah, I'm, it's interesting to see. Um, I think this takeover is going to be really good. But I mean, the question comes down to it, though: What does NXT the end mean? I think it's just the end of whatever era this NXT is. Like the, these group of guys. I think that's what it means. I don't. I'm not looking too much into it. I, or I think it would be the end of the Balor Finn feud. Yeah, I mean, so, so I posted an article. Or not you, Balor Finn feud. The uh, <laughs> uh, what Samoa Joe <laughs> Finn Balor feud. That <laughs> that'd be that. That'd be a twist. <laughs> Finn Balor feuds himself. Or it could be the it could be the end of Finn Balor and. Uh, Balor and Finn feud because he might be done with the demon. Who knows? He might not bring that up to the main roster. That doesn't sound. Uh, right. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, I, I hope not. It's interesting too, though, because I mean that was something he was doing in Japan. So the fact that he carried that out over into NXT, and they let him do that too. I'm glad they let him carry because he had so many different characters. He had like the Joker and everything else. So yeah. it's like I'm glad they let him keep some part of it instead of just doing normal Finn Balor, which I think kind of adds the mystique of it. Like each pay per view and everything, you get excited to see him every time. It really does. It's yeah. almost like having the Undertaker come back. For sure, which they kind of need someone to fill that spot because there's. Did you see the rumors that that Undertaker might have retired last WrestleMania and just no one realized it? Yeah, people <laughs> said that last WrestleMania too, though. <laughs> so and they're going to keep saying it every WrestleMania every, 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 like, until he's finally years. done. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna believe anything until Undertaker or WWE makes a statement. Yeah, well, WWE totally. They they definitely they're they, already they announcing SummerSlam stuff. Which I want to get to in a minute. Uh, they're already announcing SummerSlam stuff, so it's not unlike them to be like, "Oh, Undertaker retired at WrestleMania." Yeah, I'm. I think um, 
I wouldn't be surprised if we saw NXT go back to the the roots it's supposed to be. Um, I know you disagreed with a lot of what that article we kind of read discussed on this, but one of the things I thought they they had right was that the NXT within the last like year has been a lot of established names and not a lot of fresh young talent that they've developed themselves. So I wouldn't be because if you look at the top, like even look at this card for this upcoming takeover, most of the matches are people who have been in the indies for ten plus years. You know, yeah, and a lot of them haven't even faced each other. Yeah, so a lot of it is dream matches, which we're gonna talk about that later too. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so so I wouldn't be surprised that that maybe this will be with the NXT brand split. The plans were happening, bringing up all the NXT talent up to the main rosters on SmackDown and Raw. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw maybe NXT kind of change the way it is, maybe do more of a focus on this young talent that no one knows, maybe not do as much um, stuff. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if NXT quit Aaron for a bit, especially during the Cruiserweight tournament. I can see it being more of like a going back to the real developmental yeah. and instead a, of bringing and in indie people because in they're, they're set. They can just put them on the main roster and I'm sure they'd be fine. People already know the name usually, but... And then in a year, it'll be back to where it is now. They just, it's, they're just starting fresh again. And, I, and I'm fine with that. Every couple of years, they just kind of reset and get a whole new batch of uh, young talent and build them up to kind of where they would be now uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like if that, if like that's a, what it means. I can see him doing like a like a season style, like even like Lucha Underground or something. Just doing like seasons of it, so like they have new talent coming in every new season or something. So it keeps them fresh. And I'm sure after this cruiserweight uh, world ch- whatever tournament thing they have going on, I'm sure we're going to see a lot of those guys in NXT after so. that, especially whoever wins it. Yeah, oh, for sure. They will definitely be in, and I think it's a way for them to. Bring another belt up yeah. into the car into what whether they go into the main roster or NXT. I think it's just another way for them to bring up the cruiserweight. I I would be pretty excited if they brought a cruiserweight title back. I, I think mean, they need to. You have a lot of cruiserweight style people right now, like way more than you have in the past couple of years. It uh, wouldn't yeah. be bad to have a cruiserweight title. Honestly, I would love to see them drop the U.S. belt and replace that with a cruiserweight title. I. I, so, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I don't know. For me, like, I don't think they treat the U.S. title with the respect that they treat the IC belt, and the and so it's like, why have the IC belt and the U.S. title? Bring the cruiserweight title up, have the IC belt. They're slip because right now the IC belt and the U.S. belt, are like the same belt. You know? I don't know. I don't. I never really understood the relevance of the U.S. title. Exactly. I feel it's, like they kind of forget about it. Yeah, yeah I've like, always Give it to Rusev again, it. and we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought for sure it was going to be Rusev was going to drop the belt to Cena. And Cena's big said, return. Last uh, week I said C- Cena will have the belt on Memorial Day, yeah. and I was wrong. Yeah, which, I mean, what they were seeing is way better. So no, I just, it is. I just love it, though, because lately the people have been feeding for the U.S. belt. Or, I mean, people from the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. It just cracks me up when a U.S. champion is just someone from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make much sense. I don't like that belt. I haven't liked it. I think I see, like, it just needs to stay, but they need, like, a cruiserweight or something else to change it up. I love to see them bring back a hardcore belt, but they won't. Never. So, 
or bring bring back a uh, just, instead of doing a hardcore belt, do a street fight belt. <laughs> a street fight belt <laughs> or extreme rules belt. A foreign object belt. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really say foreign object much anymore. You don't say weapons. <laughs> yeah, I was amazed that Shane McMahon actually said pay per view. Yeah, I don't know where we stand on that. Are we supposed to call it pay-per-views or network specials? Like, what are they calling it nowadays? I thought it was referred to as network specials. I thought that was one of the pay-per-views that became one of the no-no words. Maybe <laughs> Shane didn't get the memo. Yeah. <laughs> pay-per-view just going to stick. It's been that forever. Yeah, so I, I, I can't not say pay-per-view. Uh, well, like, they, I know I mean, it's not. They helped. They basically helped you know, make pay-per-views what they are, like for everything. You know, WWE is one of the first in that market, so... Well, the first WrestleMania, or was was it the first or the second that was, or that was closed cap or uh, closed circuit, closed circuit, yeah. So, which I guess kind of was the first type was the, of yeah, it was early pay per views. So, I mean, so WWE did really start that. Well, boxing's then yeah. closed circuit well, yeah. too, but yeah, no. W- I mean, WWE's always been at the forefront of this. I mean, look at their going WWE Network. I mean, they launched they. You know, pretty much a self-enclosed network. You know, before and like I, you know, NHL. You know, all the other major sporting companies in the U.S. have, you know, their own apps. But you know, they're looking to do something similar to WB Network. They well, yeah, because most of those sports uh, apps don't. You can't like watch the games without paying like twenty four dollars. Uh, so you have to like yeah. NHL. You have to pay like a crazy amount just to yeah. be able to watch the games on them. Yeah, and I mean, and some of that is the is the contracts they have with the TV companies, but that's slowly starting to go, man. I mean, streaming apps—the way it's going, it's really the future. All the networks are looking and launching their own streaming apps. I mean, HBO's the HBO Go. That's probably yeah, because HBO Go's is it's live. Is that it's, the biggest uh, like network network app like? Television network. Yeah, I mean, I know. It's like Hulu does. It's like a bunch together. Like yeah, Netflix, but, like, but Hulu's not nothing. They now nothing to stream live on Hulu. Yeah, because can you you can stream live on HBO Go, right? Yeah, you can watch you can watch anything airing like so like HBO like it's you know, the Game WWE of network of cable. Yeah, pretty much. Other than it's one ups WWE network because WWE network you can't watch Raw, Raw live. Very true. You won't be able to watch SmackDown live on it either. I think we'll get that eventually. I'm I'm sure they're working a deal out with USA. Yeah, there's no way they don't want that. Well, USA doesn't want that unless WWE's gonna pay them a lot. No, I, I think because it hurts USA because it's getting people away from their um, network. I feel like I, they lose a lot of viewers. I think it'll that. happen eventually, though. Yeah, WWE. You can to, stream uh, Raw on the USA uh, or on like Xfinity app if you have like. That or certain cable apps. Yeah, that's through the cable company though. Yeah. So I mean, and Raw is on Hulu the next day. Half of Raw. Yeah, but all SmackDown. I'm I'm a little worried that once SmackDown goes live, it may change. To we may not get all of SmackDown. Well, you'll have to let us know because I don't watch it on Hulu. <laughs> I, I do, <laughs> so I will let you know. Um. So what do we think about uh, Goldberg being in 2K17? <sighs> Does that mean we're going to get a Goldberg appearance in, let's say, SummerSlam? Everyone's thinking that he's going to come back for one big match. I wouldn't be – when they announced that Brock Lesnar is going to be at SummerSlam, did they announce his opponent? No, they, they're uh, not announcing that this soon. I, I bet you that's who his opponent will be. 
I would not be surprised it if we saw be. a Goldberg Black Lesnar match. Who else would uh, Brock have to? Maybe SummerSlam will be Brock's last run since he now has this WWE or this UFC. That's supposed to be a one-off fight, though. Let's talk, about, let's talk about that. Yeah, so, yeah let's talk about so, so, Brock. So they've, they've announced that Brock Lesnar will have one more fight in UFC, and they've also announced that he will be at SummerSlam, which I think they did that to kind of squash the rumors of because people thought, oh, he must have left WWE. Yeah, I think they're like, shit, make sure he's good. he'll be here. Like, yeah. he's not done. I don't know. I'm not like like I don't dislike Lesnar, but at the same time I don't watch. Lesnar doesn't draw me in. I think I'll watch it. I mean, I'll watch. I'm gonna watch people regardless, but I'm not like. Oh, you're talking I'm SummerSlam? Not, yeah, I'm not. Oh, one I was of those, talking UFC. Oh yeah, I'll watch the UFC fight. We'll probably cover that on the show. Yeah, we could. We should, we should get a hold of the undercard. It'd be a good uh, cross show promo. <laughs> Definitely. I'm so. surprised they let him do that though. The one off. Because usually they're pretty strict on letting anybody do anything else. I think Brock always wanted to be at the 200th one. And I just think he fought for it and was like, listen, I'm doing it. I don't care. Like He's like, I'm a big enough guy. Like, What are you going to do? You're not going to fire me. Like, See, I think <laughs> I'm one of your biggest I, draws. I think, though. I'm going to do it anyways. I think I will. And I also think, though. And he'll work on details. Like everything this. I've ever heard about the guy, and I could be completely wrong, but everything I've ever heard about the guy is I don't think he really cares much about money. So if he, if the number one thing you have on the guy is, hey, we are going to find the crap out of you or we're not going to pay you um, what we still owe you if you breach this contract. If it's someone who is has enough, he's probably well off as it is anyways from – Oh, it's Jimmy John money. Now. So <laughs> I think he's all right. Yeah. So so money like he if, beat the Undertaker uh, at WrestleMania. He's, he's doing, doing yeah. Fine. So if money's not a deterrent, if he doesn't care about making money, like what else they have to hold him? They have no reason to keep him in there. And he's already breached contract on them once. Yeah. The first time he left, he he breached contract and then he wrestled a match in Japan against Kurt Angle when he was still under his non compete uh, contract. He wasn't uh, that. I don't think he was as big of a, a draw then than he as he is now. Oh yeah, no, you, his UFC be, become a UFC champion and his it UFC career boosts his name value a lot to WWE, and, and it's, it shows too when if you look at the matches he had pre UFC, his pre UFC run in WWE, and his his post UFC run, it's. He wrestles a very different style yeah. of match. They have him different style of matches. They build him up to be a much tougher opponent. Well, even before his U- po- uh, pre-UFC, he was still billed as like a monster. But now it's like believable. Well, yeah, he was billed as a monster, but he would have like very much more technical wrestling yeah. matches. And he would go against Angle and they would do like, you know, they would do they would do wrestling, you know. So or they had him against the Big Show and they made the him and the Big Show, the match where they broke the ring, you know, like mm-hmm. that's that match. You really didn't know who was going to win, but now it's like when you see Lesnar fight, it's like Lesnar's going to win no matter who yeah. it is. So, so, so that would be. I think Goldberg would be a good opponent for him, but I don't know how about how I feel about Goldberg in WWE now. I've never liked Goldberg. I don't like it. <laughs> he said he has. He has like. From him, he said he has like 50 matches left in him, which I cannot see at all. <laughs> yeah, right. I, well, I don't think he's ever 
I don't think he was ever in the wrestling business because he loves the wrestling no, business. No, he's he has stated that multiple times. He doesn't care. He's in it for one thing, and it's the paycheck. Yeah. I I used to be a fan of Goldberg. I don't know how I feel now about him. Yeah. I mean, I think I think some of like I said this I've said this many times in the show, like I've always been a WWE guy. I I enjoyed WCW. But during the Monday Night, Night Raw Wars, my TV was always tuned to Monday Night Raw. I would occasionally watch Nitro. I would occasionally know what's going on. I would, you know, I played the video games. I, my buddies were were big in WCW, but I was always a WB mark. So, it's, and, and I think that's probably some of the reason why I don't like Goldberg that big because I wasn't buying into the WCW hype of him. Did you like him when he was in WWE? No, no. So, <laughs> I've I've never liked them that much. I mean, I don't know. I've never been a big fan of, of someone who most of their matches are squash matches. I mean, I had Goldberg underwear as a kid, so I was a pretty big Goldberg mark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a Goldberg action figure, but that's only because my mom bought it. Because it was like, after. this is a wrestler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. It was also because it was after WCW went bankrupt. And all, <laughs> those, like, all those stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was in high school, but <laughs> it was like, like yeah, it was like Thanks. one year for Christmas where my mom, like, gave me a crap ton of WCW stuff. It's like, mom, this company disappeared two years ago. Yeah, I know. I got it for <laughs> a like, steal. She's like, I, I know, but this is what the dollar, the dollar General had all this stuff. You know, it's like, well, yeah, because no one else is selling this stuff. I don't know, it'll be interesting. I don't know. Because didn't, isn't that kind of how they brought Sting back is through the video game? Yeah. And Brock, was Brock, did that how they kind of started planting the seeds for Brock? I can't remember that uh, far. Possibly, yeah. But, I mean, again, too, though, I mean, it's not – I think compared to Goldberg or compared to Sting, having Lesnar return was not that surprising. If you look at his age, you look at his career, you know what I mean? So – No. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Goldberg is at SummerSlam. Um, I wouldn't – I would not be surprised I don't want to be a guy who's there every week. I'm fine I'm, I'm fine with Goldberg doing a match at SummerSlam and then – he rides off for. I, I mean, I wouldn't. Maybe he'll be kind of like Lesnar, where he'll he'll show up. I don't even want him to show up that much. Yeah, I don't either. No. So I don't want him to show up at all. I would have yeah. been perfectly happy to yeah, never see him home, back. Just stay fine. home. Ma- yeah, I'm you sure make that video game money, and you I'm just sure stay there's home. a lot of people who are gonna be mad at us about that. But yeah, you know, I'll be okay with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't get the hype. Yeah, but like I said I think. Young Mike is going to be excited when that music first hits, but after like a week, I'm going to be like, I'm done with it. It'll lose its luster real fast. <laughs> yeah, question is, who will take the first spear from him when he returns on Monday Night Raw? Curtis Axel. I think it's going to be Bo Dallas. That's how you get rid of Ryback. Yeah. <laughs> Ryback's already gone. He's not officially gone. You can bring him back. Have Goldberg spear him, and then be like, "All right, that was that was it. You're done now." Now the real question is, if um, Goldberg is at SummerSlam, where will Roman Reigns be told not to use the spear during his match? I think, if anything, Goldberg will be told not to use the spear. You think so? Yeah. You think he'll just stick with the jackknife? Jackknife. 
Mm, I, I, I think you can't. See, no, you're not going to have Goldberg use the top guys. Yeah, I mean, like I said, maybe this isn't me not really knowing because I don't care about Goldberg that much. But, but wasn't the spear the move that he did more than the jackknife? Yeah, I thought knife, that was though? like his Yeah, no, that is, that is definitely his. Because wasn't it like most of the squat matches would be the bell hits, quick tie up, something, boom, spear the guy, pin, match is over. Yeah. Like, and it would be like a 30 second match for everyone. But, I mean, gotta make Roman look strong. Unless yeah. you just put those two in a ring and go spear each other. <laughs> <laughs> Go nuts. <laughs> spear fight. First, first, one, first, first person, one to get speared wins. No, first person to get 10 spears on their opponent wins. <laughs> yeah. uh, just, just one of those corny matches where it's like a spear, spear on a pole match. One, spear, two. Like, just, it's like an Iron Man match, but it pins and spears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a contract on a pole, but it'll be to use the spear. Yeah, and they're like, I can use it, yes. <laughs> WE Creative Team, you are allowed to use this match gimmick. All we ask is that you give a 30 second plug to Top Rope with you. <laughs> It can 2% even, uh, in that s- sales for the that paper, whatever pay-per-view no, we don't We don't want any money. Just, <laughs> want money. You, you just want a little just, bit of money. You give, us, you give us the credit so that we can I use it. I just want to check with the see, WWE logo on You make money <laughs> but, off the credit. Yeah, so, we, so, so, so they give us the, the credit that we came up with this gimmick matched. And then 1% we, <laughs> of profit from that pay-per-view. Right, just look, like, give look, me something, please. Look, please. Look. We will take point zero zero one percent. One one is my final offer. I don't even think most of the I don't even think the headliners get one percent of the of it. Listen. <laughs> you know what? Just give me cents. I'll take cents. I just want the check. We will <laughs> We will take the point zero zero one percent of the like it's not even gonna it. affect you. Like, I just want the check on my wall. Alright, so give us credit. And, and send a void check to Mike <laughs> so he can play without his wall. Yes. With his name on it. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. That's all I'm at. That's Just writing the at. memo, void. <laughs> That's really all I want. And like, some credit to the WWE shop. <laughs> it's like one free t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. One free, half a free t-shirt. One free t-shirt out of the... Free month of the network. <laughs> one free t-shirt out of the bin of we don't sell this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the defective shirts or what? You get a, a Adam Rose shirt. Yeah, you get a leftover Ryback shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Bye. So uh, what else happened this week? Stardust. And his wish list. Did we talk about that last that week? Was gonna, was I was going to. this week? I wanted to cover the rest of the card. We've, we've only discussed the, the NXT takeover. Well, we haven't discussed any of it, have we? We just discussed oh, the, the cage match, We just so discussed that. That's right. it. What else is there? What, uh, what's a, what we else got is the card? tag team title match against uh, American Alpha and uh, Rivals. The Revival. Okay. Which I think will be pretty good. They, I, when we saw them at, in Royal Oak, it was pretty I think that was the match, right? Uh, yes. Yes, it, it was. Yeah. No, they were. The and Alphas was, were over. Like crazy it's a surprise. So, I, I think, I think the revivals will win the match. Will win this. Will win this. Only to continue the feud of American Alpha. Well, that makes sense. And I and, and, and I and I think they're going to lose. They're going to win dirty. I I can see it. There's yeah. no other way around it. Because American Alpha is so over right now. But the revivals is a great heel team. And you want to keep you want to keep the American Alphas as, as the baby face. You want to keep the, the the fan support behind them. Have them lose the belt dirty, so then that way when they win it again, it's even better. Yeah, they could just keep. I think it's the only way to keep them 
the revival. Like if they win dirty or if they win clean, it'll make the Alphas look really bad. Yeah, well, and if and if the revival loses, they they just get marked back down to, and you lose all the you know all the steam they have going. They're they're a great heel tang match. Mm -hmm. What else do we got? We got um, Austin Aries versus uh, Nakamura, which will be really good. Be interesting to see. I'm excited for it. (laughs) Thanks for your. Well, I'm excited. (laughs) I think I think this is a, a prime example of two guys who. Need to just be moved to the main roster. I think, yeah. Once the brand's split, I think they'll get pushed up so fast. It's and I think fun. these are two guys who they need that cruiserweight belt to, to, to fight for. I'm yep. still, I'm still worried about Nakamura in main roster. Why? Is it the promo just, stuff? Yeah, I just don't think the the majority, of, like the casual WWE fan, is going to be like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I can't, I don't. It's too, it's too difficult <laughs> for them. But the casual WB fan will buy whatever WB wants them to, to, to like. So. I guess, but I, I, I think, it'd be I easy think to solve them. Like, I think it's all the theatrical. Yeah, stuff. I'm just, I'm like just it's worried. Entertaining. I think I, if I, they put a uh, a good manager with him, I think it'll be better. I don't think he needs manager. I don't think so either. But I'm just worried with the language barrier. I think I think they just need to have Renee Young hype him up backstage, and I think they need to have the announcer team wherever he's on hype him up on the commentary. Yeah, and you put them and put him with people who he will perform well with. You put him with Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens or anybody. Yeah, gonna, I, AJ I'm Styles, just worried. Right? Yeah, that put, put him with Jericho. Like, I like, don't, Ooh, Jericho and Nakamura. Oh, yeah. They need the. They need to do a. They need to do a a two three match feud with someone who can can really go with him. Don't put him with someone who won't be able to hang with him. Or like um, Dolph Ziggler and him would be phenomenal matches. Yeah, that would be really good. And let him do. And let him do. And let him do a good match. Like let him do a ladder match or something. Don't Mm -hmm. you know. I'm kind of mad about that if they haven't – I hope they, they do it. But there better be a Money in the Bank match this year for the Women's Championship. I would love I it. I think they would have already started to do it if they were. I don't think they're going to do it. I think they, they should. They should do they it. They should. I think it would be great. There's no clear, like, number one contender or anything. So they need to just – I think a ladder – like, a Money in the Bank would be perfect. Is Sasha Banks still uh, injured right now? I don't think Maybe. so. Do we know? I or are know. they just kind of keeping it? I heard, uh, yeah, we, we holding we her in the, the back. Is they, that what we they, talked about they, last yeah, week? Yeah, they're holding her in the back. So that way, when she does, when they're ready to put the belt on her, it'll be a big thing. But it's like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Dude, the, Same thing them, with Triple H right now. We haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Yeah. Right? That's probably. Yeah. That's because, you know, they have a couple kids. And one of them has to be at home watching the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they went a long time with them not watching the kids. So. I mean, it's about to be summer break for them, so they can bring them on the road. I'm sure the kids, kids can handle themselves. Yeah, they're, they're doing it long enough. They're what, eight something now? Like, you got this. Make your own food, you'll be fine. I'm sure they have nannies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, they got the, also the NXT women's uh, title match Asuka versus Nia Jax. I'm excited for this match because I think it's going to be a women's title match that we've never seen before uh, in WB. I think it's going to be a lot similar to some of the. Uh, TNA knockout matches. I think it's just going to be a beat up match because I, I mean Nia Jax's whole gimmick is that she is, you know, she has strength. She's big. She just, you know, she's a hard hitter. You know, Asuka's gimmick is that she's a hard hitter. 
Do I mean? So I'm still not impressed with Nia Jax. No, she's too green. Yeah, um, I, but I get. Like, I get why they're doing it, well, especially. And I, I really think Bailey is truly injured. Otherwise, this would be a Bailey versus Asuka rematch. Yeah. So, I don't think Nia Jax is going to win, but I think this is. I think this is going to be the match that will help. Um, give Nia Jax some of the credibility she's lacking. Because it was in Brooklyn when Nia Jax fought Bailey. Am I? Yeah. No. Or no, it was, it was Asuka. Yeah. Oh, not Brooklyn. I meant, yeah, I meant London. It was Bailey against Nia Jax, right? I believe so, yeah. And I was just like, it's not, it doesn't, I don't know, it didn't feel like she was ready. Well, she's new. Nia Jax she is, is only She's been, very new. She hasn't been there in a year. Well. No, it's, like, exactly. It's she's very only, choppy. She's only been on screen talent for... Not even for half a year, I don't uh, Yeah, think. I think she's been like three or four months. I think that, br- that, uh, that London was probably... That was, I think, within her first month being on TV, I believe. Yeah. I mean, it was she's very fast. She, she reminds me a lot of what a lot of the homegrown development of talent is, where you, where you see them, they need to grow. Yeah. I mean, you look at Enzo and Big Cass, their, their first four months in NXT, and now on the roster, it's, it's very, it's, you can see where, where they, they grew from. Mm-hmm. And I think Nia Jax needs another year or so to really, find yourself and really get her style in the ring and out of the ring figured out. And I think she does have potential. It's just right now, I don't think it's there. Yeah. I, 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 I am excited to see what happens with her. Oh, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a good match, but I think it's going to be Nia Jax um, getting her ass handed to her. But in a good way. I mean, I, I think she's going to get her hits in. But I oh, definitely yeah. think Asuka's going to keep the belt. I think so. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. All right, there's one other match on the card. I think it's just the opener. It's Ty Dillinger versus uh, the new guy. It's uh, Andrade Cien Almas. I've been seeing him getting hyped a lot. I believe he's wearing a mask. But, uh, but, he's, I, but he's, he's the promo I saw lately was him taking his mask off. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. Yeah, he's, it is, he's, he's, so he's he wrestled both with and without the mask. All right, which is weird. I, yeah, it's kind of weird. But Under the same name? I, you don't know? I'm not, I've never heard of the guy. Yeah, so right. it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Ty Dillinger is the guy who Seth Rollins worked with to get back in ring shape. Really? Yeah. I love Ty Dillinger. I think they should push him Because he's a perfect 10, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. He recovered from his well, – I guess it wasn't really an injury. It was more of a sprain from uh, that Royal Oak show. Yeah, no, he kind of just like tweaked his knee or All something. Right. So he I thought it was more, a couple I'm weeks. glad it wasn't – more se- or wasn't as serious as it could have been because it looked serious when it happened. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's definitely someone I think. I, I think that's the problem NXT has right now is that they ha- they've done a great job of getting of recruiting indie guys and developing their own guys, and that they have a roster that's ready to move up. So unless unless you WWE is willing to make NXT something beyond developmental and make it its own like legit show trying to compete with Raw and SmackDown, you need to move most of that, that roster you have now NXT up to the main roster and bring in fresh people or you need to up NXT up more. Because NXT could definitely do a lot more touring, a lot more house shows. They I could think it be, could be its own. They need a good balance between like pulling indie guys that know what they're doing and developing their own guys enough to where it's a good balance. Because if they keep pulling all the indie guys, they're going to have none left. 
and they can't yeah. just keep pulling guys constantly. So this goes back to the question of what does NXT the end mean? <laughs> we'll find out Wednesday, won't we? Yes. They just they just end the show for a little like title that says To be continued. <laughs> NXT the end. The end. It's over. To the next week for NXT Reborn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, speaking of Reborn, um, Cody Rhodes at uh, you know got out of his contract. Um, he's no longer Stardust. He's ch- he's gone back to being Cody Rhodes, um, and he put out his dream matches. Yes, he did, and it's a very interesting list. I don't have it up right now. Do you? I, will pull it out. I know one of them was <laughs> Dalton Castle, Young Bucks. Yes, and Dalton uh, Castle responded by saying, "Take a number." Well, the best the best thing is though it's already been announced that he and Angle, Kurt Angle, was on the list, and him and Kurt Angle have a match. I think the week after his Cody Rhodes non compete contracts up, he has a match. They're already promoting it. It's in I think New York. It's, I think something yeah, like in New York. I think it's for um, Evolve or something like that. He has a match coming up. No, but it's he like, is coming to Evolve. Yeah, that one. The Kurt Angle isn't with Evolve, but That's he has one rumored with Evolve. Wrestling with. Some, I forget what it but is. But it's, it's Kirby Angle and Cody Rhodes, a Bruver Wrestling for Northeast Wrestling is the promotion they're going to be wrestling. Um, so that should be good. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, and we will definitely update you more with Cody Rhodes as we get more information. I'm excited because like I said this before. I think Cody Rhodes will be someone who um, will go out and I, he's still young enough. He's still in good enough shape that he will – be able to kind of do what AJ Styles did and kind of reinvent himself on the I Indies. think he'll thrive on the Indies. And oh, yeah, definitely. And, and, I, and I wouldn't be surprised that within five years we see him back in WWE and we see him in WWE as a number one guy. It'll be kind of like refreshed, so he'll kind of be able to do his mm-hmm. own thing. Yeah. And then he'll be back. There's I, no way he isn't coming back. I think he, he I think he was just lost in the shuffle. I think they just didn't know what to do with him. I think they just I think sometimes WB and just they they will view someone a certain way and then that's how you are until yeah, you leave and reinvent yourself. Yeah, that's what he said. He mm-hmm. they didn't want to change him from Stardust. He wanted to go back to just being Cody Rhodes, but Creative was just wasn't having it. Yeah. He's just kinda of sick of it. And just like Cody Rhodes will be back because that's our show for this week. Thanks to Falling Down Beer Company for keeping our show well hydrated. And thanks for tuning in. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Top Rope Review. And give us a like on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Top Rope Review. If you ever miss us live, all of our episodes are available on SoundCloud within a day or two of the live broadcast. I've been, I'm Mike, and for Will, this has been Top Rope Review. We'll see you next week. Have a good night. Jimmy's not here to play it. No, he's not. To play it <laughs> I don't from know how to close so it out. We'll, we, we, we'll just wing it. Hey, guys, this is Macho Man here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to try that. <laughs> this is a previously recorded episode.